Megan. Megan. Yeah. yeah, Scotty? I want to kick the show off. Yeah, yeah, we could we, we could start the podcast. No, you don't know. No, you don't understand. I want to kick the show off. You say you want you want to start the show? Kick it off. You say you want to start the show off. Yes, you're getting it. Excellent. It's almost like this is fun fiction. It's no wait. No, you're kicking it off. I kick it off. It's fun fiction. <laughs> Bye-bye, Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and I could eat a peach for hours. Scotty Moore! (laughs) And, uh, Papa's got a brand new bag. I'm Megan Danger. God, this film... (laughs) It's been a part of my familial lore for so long because my dad loves Face Off so fucking much. And it is not until three hours before recording this podcast that I saw Face Off for the first time. Because I I remember seeing... What? (laughs) I remember seeing the end of it with my dad once. And that was really fun because I knew... I know the premise that he takes a face (laughs) off, but I I didn't have to mentally go, wait a minute, which one's the bad guy then? (laughs) Who started as a bad guy? Who ended it? I had a full-blown panic attack at the start of the movie because I was like, wait, are faces already off? Are they trying to (laughs) twist it? How many faces are off at the beginning of this film? (laughs) But no, no faces were off until just the worst scene in existence. Yeah, it's pretty awful. It's weird. I don't, I don't know. Like when I talked about Secret of the Ooze last time, I I was like, objectively, this is a terrible film. But subjectively, it's Scotty Moore's perfect idiot baby of a film. I don't know if this is a good or a bad movie at this point. I'm I'm still three hours later. Just I don't know if this is a good flick or not. It's a fantastic flick. Uh, Nicholas Cage grabs some nuns by the ass and screams. <laughs> also, it takes place in the present day, but for some reason, uh, Nicholas Cage pretending to be John Travolta is locked in future jail. Okay, yeah, hold on. We'll get it. Because <laughs> we'll that one really got me when that happened. But I, I think the best description I read of it online is, it is a film where none of it works. And somehow that makes it work better than normal films. So, I mean, I feel like you have to start with the the really important context, which is that this was John Woo's, I believe, first American film. Yeah, And you could tell he hadn't figured out how to fully woo yet, because there is a part in the film where Nick Cage goes into it. Nick Cage as Chuck. Fuck. 
good guy who is currently Nick Cage goes to confront bad guy John Travolta in a church and you could tell how badly Wu wanted the dove spot of all the doves flying behind well, Nick Cage well, that's that's his thing that was his thing prior to yeah 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 but what I love about it is the fact that, you know, in a normal John Woo shot, it's like the doves all fly out in this tremendous thing. No, it, they're just kind of fucking flying around <laughs> shitting on places. <laughs> Not at there. all coordinated. They're like, hey, John, we got those doves. <laughs> we got the doves and it's just a box of dead pigeons. Just uh, we could throw them around, John. No, you don't understand. Because here's the thing. You can't say that John Woo didn't know how to John Woo yet because in in fucking China, John Woo had fucking perfected being John Woo. Like, yeah, hard boiled. Oh, fuck. Hard boiled came out in 1992. Hard boiled is so good. I don't it, think I've seen hard. I've not seen many Woo films, but hard boiled is fucking amazing. That's uh, Chow Yun Fat. He's he's a fucking crazy. He's a cop who don't play by the rules. Yes, uh, but he's got heart of gold and he loves jazz. <laughs> he likes to play the. <laughs> I mean, this is just bad dubbing. I don't really know how it translates to actual Chinese. I've only ever. I think I've maybe I've seen it in the original, but my best memory of it is in the dub that he like gets kicked out of like his house or something and he's got to stay in the jazz club and one of the other cops like ribs him and he's like hey at least you know there you'll get plenty of sacks oh my god that's the worst but all oh, the action scenes are fucking amazing and i think tony lung might be in that unhard boiled he's definitely in another one there's another one called like the killer which is amazing and i think might be the one that ushered in like the the doves as a thing um, yeah, yeah. there's another one called like a better tomorrow oh 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 and there's one where like they're thieves like him and chow, chow yun fat was like his boy that was uh, uh really good what was it oh once a thief where like someone's pretending to be in like a wheelchair for a while for funsies yeah, yeah. uh anyway john Wu had the chinese action movie figured the fuck out and he's like i'm go to america and I'm going to school these fools who think they know how to action movie. And yeah. to be fair, like the first thing he did was make Hard Target, which yeah. is amazing. See, I felt like the especially near the end, the action scenes in this were lacking for me. But it is also because it's not Chow Yun Fat. It's two old white guys. Yeah. And that's probably why it's not exactly as impressive to see. Because just, just put him on a boat. <laughs> put him on a boat. And that was legit, by the way. I looked that up. That There were no, like, CGI, no special effects. They were, like, multiple stunt actors almost died filming this scene yeah, as that, they were that, trying to go. That feels that feels valid. Yeah. Um, well, because, yeah, your hard target is Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's basically, that's your Belgian Chow Yun fat. It's like, yeah, yeah you need somebody to, like, fuck someone up. Jean-Claude, you stick a mullet on him, you tell him he is now the most dangerous game and only Wilford Brimley can help him. <laughs> Hard, Hard Target's a good fucking movie. Um, and, and yeah, so like he had some, so actually, I you know what? I completely fucking misspoke when I was like, this was his a big, this was his first American movie. No, it was absolutely not. Uh, he did Hard Target. He did Broken Arrow. He did an American version of Once a Thief, but it was a TV movie. So I'm sure it uh, sucks. Uh. So I guess Face Off was like his first 
big one. Um, I don't According know, just... to Wikipedia, it's part of the holy trinity of Nicolas Cage films alongside, would you like to try to guess the other two? Con Air? Yes. I mean, my heart wants to say The Rock. You are correct. It is The Rock. It's The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. Those hey. are the big three. I, I'm, you know, I'm a slut for, for Nick Cage. There are so many guns in this fucking film. I assume to get over the fact that, oh, wait a minute. I'm not working with two kung fu masters in Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. So let's have them shoot everything. Everything but one small boy in that one fucking shootout scene. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that boy was legit like... I will dodge every... He's the one. He's the chosen. Yeah, okay, so... Do, do we I th- do we need to address the premise of Face Off? I mean, we can full plot it if you'd like, and I could just, like... Firstly, film opens with a child getting sniped. Yep, which, on, on America. <laughs> on American cinema screens, a boy gets sniped in the beginning of Face Off. Bold move. Bold move for this film, because apparently that was supposed to be in the middle, and John Woo just said... Stick it at the very beginning. Let them know what they're getting into. Boy sniper. I'm John Woo and I don't fuck around. So to, so what's crazy about this movie to me, so Nicolas Cage is in the role that you would think would make the most sense for Nicolas Cage. He's a fucking, he's a, he's a bug fuck crazy terrorist man. Yeah. He literally, like you weren't joking, grabbed a nun by the ass and started singing to her. while talking shit about church music also i do love that in the scene where he shoots the boy this film opens with nicholas cage stone cold sniping a child (laughs) i just need to reiterate that to show it's in the past he has a big fuck off mustache and it's so good it has no relevance to the rest of the film it's just there um and he just he just says shit. He just says Nicolas Cage shit, like the aforementioned bit where he's like stealing a plane or something, and he just starts talking about peaches. But it's definitely double entendre for like pussy, I think. Oh yeah, full on because yeah. he's just like it's, it's just like I could I'd, I, I'd I could like eat a peach. peach. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I could, eat, and then it's worse because later when John Travolta has to program his voice to sound like his, they force him to say, "I could eat peaches for hours" over and over and over again. This is the one thing we were able to salvage. <laughs> Um, and then he's got his brother because he's Caster Troy. That's his name, and yeah, yeah. which is oh god, fucking peak nineties ass name. And then he's got his brother Pollux Troy, who's just sort of there. He's just this weird like knockoff. Um, shit, what's that actor? We, we were just, oh, he's like this knockoff Sam Rockwell looking motherfucker. Oh shit, he really is, huh? Oh damn, that is exactly who he is. I'll be honest. Um. I know what you're saying, like, Nick's playing the character you expect Nick to play, but then it swaps. Well, like, yeah, that's, that's the why, big... yeah, because I'm, I'm leading up but, to a thing. I'm doing a thing here. I have a theme. I'm, I'm so doing then, a thing. I am. I'm doing a thing. So then John Travolta is is a cop, and it's his son who what got sniped on the merry-go-round. So it's The it's most <laughs> boring-ass cop the I have most. ever seen. God. It is so, I actively was like, 
is he just a bad actor when he has to play? Because apparently both Nick and Travolta were like, fuck playing the good guy. The bad guy's where it's at. Yeah, this cop sucks. He's just the worst. And he's uh, got like a weird pseudo Midwestern accent. It's so powerful. Because you it's Travolta, so you expect, hey, let's solve some crimes over here. My son got murked on a merry-go-round. My son got shot by a shotgun. Wait, what the fuck was his girlfriend's name in fucking Greece? Uh, Sandy. Sa- Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> they sniped child. my son. <laughs> but instead, he's got this weird pseudo high pitch, just like, uh, everyone get on the case immediately. I really need everybody down there. Let's go. I'm like, John, oh, that was put good. any, that was put any effort into it. He did what other people think Americans sound like. Yes. Just go real hard on. He is, he's Dr. Stephen Strange is what it is. <laughs> he is. Oh my God. Yes, he is. After this, guys, if this all goes well, I'll take you all out for a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so these are their assigned roles, but then, you know, things happen, the stuff blows up, no, you don't give a shit about that, it doesn't matter. They have to swap faces because reasons. Because, see, I initially had thought that the face swapping was going to be Nick Cage's crew swapping his face with his most hated enemy to get revenge no it's just john travolta who's finally killed his arch enemy although he's in a coma and they're just like hey we need you to talk to his brother okay yeah yeah i'm a pretty good interrogator no look <laughs> his, his brother's a fucking weirdo <laughs> we're, bud we're gonna need you to slap his face on your face <laughs> We're going to need you to cage up that dome of yours. Is there not any other thing you could know? You got to have his face. This is a thing we can do because we're the government, I guess. <laughs> John, This is what John Woo thinks we're capable of. Also, uh, you did forget to bring up the worst scene in the entire film, which is right after... I can eat peaches for hours. Is when he's just like, I want. He goes like, if I bought you groceries, would you? Actually, different question. If I, if you sucked my tongue, would you be grateful? What did the groceries have to do with this, Nicholas? I bet you money that was not anything in the script. I bet it, either he just said things or John Woo was just like, you know what? Just say what the fuck ever, my man. At which point a serpent like like a Gene Simmons ass tongue slithers out of Nick's mouth and that poor woman had to do it into script and i felt so bad for her yeah no unsung fucking hero braver than any u.s marine (laughs) (laughs) also uh nick cage's character pseudo dies by falling in front of a jet engine i believe (laughs) yep and yet somehow he still had a face worth salvaging (laughs) oh we'll get to that because that plays a point into the end of the film uh so uh, nick he has to take Nicolas Cage's face for reasons so he can interrogate his brother to it get information. It doesn't matter. It genuinely does not matter. Um, so, so, so what happens is you end up 
with bugfuck crazy Nicolas Cage having to imitate John yeah. Travolta, the world's most boring cop. And what that basically boils down to is he cries a lot. But he cries in that good good crazy Nick Cage way it's not because I remember the scene where he unwraps his face and is instantly like that's the guy I want to kill and no he, like, that's you he, like, bash his face into the mirror or something no, I was I remember sitting there going it's gonna be a real interesting character study to see how Nicolas Cage takes on the role that John Travolta has set up uh, I'm very intrigued to see how he plays boring cop he said nah fuck that I'm gonna pick up a coat rack and throw it at a mirror and then scream fuck you at everyone in this room and I said oh good we don't have to worry about him being boring cop at all because the whole thing was he initially did not want to do the movie because he didn't want to be crazy villain man and then when they explained like john woo or somebody explained to him like no 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 you're gonna spend the majority of the movie pretending to be good cop man and he was like yeah "Yeah, okay okay cool i get to be the good guy for most of it and then john travolta (laughs) oh you're good uh i'll be honest also John Travolta, I, I think this was a good win because I, if this film had boring John Travolta and crazy Nick Cage, it would have fell into the syndrome of, I only want to watch when Nick Cage is on screen. Exactly. But because now Travolta has to try to play crazy Nick Cage and Nick Cage has to lower himself, they end up on an equal level of crazy and it works out amazing for the film. To, he has to harness that Cage energy and it's it's so... It, what's great is he has to harness that Cage energy. He's playing Nicolas Cage, uh, Nicolas Cage's crazy character, but while trying to pretend... Like, like, I'm trying to be what this crazy motherfucker Nicolas Cage character thinks a boring Midwestern cop is supposed to act yeah. like, which is, it, it's way too many layers deep and it's so good. And there's a scene where he goes into this cop's daughter's room and it's just like, hey, are guys bothering you? Hey, you want, here's a switchblade. This scene has the worst sexual tension. It's fucking awful. And she's oh, no, just no, no. like, there, you, dad, I f- thought you were laying him. And he's like. Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> Papa does cigarettes. Now, he literally walks into her room, and keep in mind, this is who she believes to be her father, and just goes like, you've got something that I want. And then he reaches around her body one way, can't get the cigarettes, and then has to go the exact opposite direction, grabs the cigarettes, and is like, I do smokes now. I'm cool, Dad. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've... I, I did not watch it three hours ago. I thought, doesn't he give her a switchblade? I have a very clear memory of oh, this. Oh, no, no, he gives her a, uh, he gives her a butterfly knife. Ah, okay. Which, <laughs> which is badass, and it comes back to play later in the yes, film. But uh, yeah. we are skipping over the plot of the film, something that, I'll be honest, <laughs> I forgot was the plot of the film until it happened when they said, we got to take your face off. And I went, oh, fuck, that is what this is about, isn't it? <laughs> that oh, is the name no. of the movie. <laughs> uh, so they rip off Cage's face and they rip off Travolta's face and they just they give you these brief flashes 
of just meat and skull. It's gross as shit. It's horrifying. And then they put uh, all of all of that good cage junk on top of the Travolta, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because Travolta is thicker than Nicolas Cage. It doesn't work at all. And I feel like they briefly try to address the fact that they have like wildly different body types. Like, they kind of hand wave it like, we're going to fuck with your bod, I guess. Maybe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then, yeah, they say, like, we're going to adjust your hair. We're going to change your body. We're going to change everything. At which point he's like, don't take away the bullet hole where a bullet went through me and then my son who's dead. I want to keep it as a reminder. And they're like fucking fine okay cool whatever and then they say also just so you know this procedure completely reversible <laughs> how how is this completely reversible i'm shocked like like i get that the bullet hole thing was like an emotional moment i feel like in a very different non john woo directed movie they're absolutely maybe today like definitely there would have been a scene of like hey don't change my dick Hey, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. you do, don't fuck with the dick. <laughs> well, my favorite is at the uh, spoiler at the end of the film. He gets a new son. He, he just does. gets a new boy. And when a new boy, <laughs> and when they go to do surgery to turn him back into John Travolta, he's like, "Hey, earlier I told you to, um, you know, to, to keep my bullet hole there as a reminder." I don't need it anymore. John, <laughs> you quickly saying, fuck my old kid. I got a new one. Well, it's supposed to be it's growth that he's he's letting go that you know, the only reason that he was holding on to it before wasn't because of a memory of his son. It was because of revenge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he becomes he becomes Nicolas Cage. And apparently there's no easier way to get him to talk to Nick Cage's brother than to send him to a maximum security <laughs> prison. Future jail. Future jail. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I just remember being like, ah, yes, we're past the crazy science part of this film where they have to explain away how they change entire-ass bodies. And then he's like, oh, by the way, this jail is fully magnetic and you have to wear <laughs> magnet boots everywhere you go. Enjoy future jail, assholes. <laughs> uh, that is the point I wrote. This film is so beautifully dumb it because is. it very is. It's breathtakingly stupid. Oh shit! And there's this, and then of course, eventually, Nick Cage wakes up from his coma. And I was mad at first because I thought they had put Travolta's face on him already. It's just like, we ain't got nothing better to do with this. Put it on him before it goes sour. Yeah, which would have been insane where it's like, well, what are we going to do with this Travolta face? Eh, let's slap it on this comatose Nick Cage. <laughs> uh, but no, instead, he, uh, he's he got a weird, gross Joker face that's just like skin and muscle. And that's I was not like, really a Joker. That's like a um, uh, Two-Face, right? Well, yeah, Two-Face or that, you know, the version of the Joker that cut off his own face and then wore his face over his face. God, modern adaptations are dumb as shit. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like gross flesh. And I went, I want to see this movie where John Travolta as Nicolas Cage is getting hunted down by a flesh monster that's oh, just God. gonna try to destroy you're, him you're leaving out the best part of that scene so his face is just exposed skin 
which has got to feel horrendous. Like, imagine just feeling the wind on that would be fucking horrifying. Uh, yeah, like, imagine a scrape on your knee, but everywhere. He's smoking a cigarette. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he fucking is. <laughs> He's just like, oh, fuck, if I'm going down, I'm at least going to get some sweet nicotine in me, baby. Let's go. And then he, like, threatens some scientist with a gun or something and is like, give me the Travolta, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, he confronts Travolta and is like, he confronts, fuck, he confronts Nicolas Cage, who is actually John Travolta, and he's John Travolta, but he's secretly Nicolas Cage. He confronts him and is like, everyone who knows that your me is now dead because plot reasons. And Nick Cage is like, no, back to jail I go. But but it's okay because he has uh, Nick, Nick Cage, John Travolta. Nick, John Travolta, who's currently wearing Nick Cage's face, has a special way. Should we just call them good guy, bad guy at this point? No, that's the coward's <laughs> way out. He has a special way of letting his family know who he is. By s- and it's fucking called, it's, slapping it's called, his face. It's called just mashing his hand into their face. In the grossest <laughs> manner possible. It's like, no, honey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine he gets off work. He's all sweaty from a hot day of work. <laughs> Just down the face. I love you. <laughs> um, and also, at one point, this is where the film lost the plot a little bit for me and also got kind of smart because Nick Cage in jail, good guy who's bad guy Nick Cage in jail, finds out. By the way, this whole thing was because of a bomb. We forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, because there's, there's, there's a bomb. A... He's got a he's got fine bomb. He's got to talk to Pollux and be like, hey, hey, bu- hey, bud, hey, brother of whom I love, who I'm, de- who's definitely my brother. Where where the bomb at? Where the bomb at? Right. Uh, well, it, he just tells him, and then once he reveals to bad guy Travolta, hey, I know where the bomb is. He's like, don't worry. I'm going to defuse it and look like a hero. Yes. At which point I'm like, what's the point anymore? What is the point anymore of this film? Because he releases his brother from jail and bad guy John Travolta's plan is to use his position in the CIA or wherever he is to hunt down rival gangs and take them out. He starts an entire anti-terrorist thing. He teaches his kid how to fight he gives his wife the love she needs and he's fighting terrorists this is the bad guy of the film i mean he's basically just like hey you were doing a shitty job at like living your life i'm doing a way better fuck it like like your life's neat it's mine now enjoy future jail dickhead Yeah, and eventually, good guy Nick Cage escapes future jail with the help of what felt like a racist stereotype for a race that does not exist. It was just some (laughs) random guy who would scream monosyllabically and beat the shit out of people. Yeah. So he escapes, then he goes to bad guy Nicolas Cage's old hangout, does a shit ton of drugs. So much drugs. Screams about wanting to rip a man's face off. 
and this is the hero of the film. At which point, this is where I thought this is a smart film because it's showing like how the prison complex can change a person, like just their roles through reversing. One of them kind of becomes a better human being. The other is becoming a horrible drug addict. Oh, good. And then the end of the film says, nah, fuck that. That's still the bad guy. And that's still the good guy. There's no hope at all. Yeah. You gave him way too much credit. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's a fun little dichotomy to play with. The bad guy becomes the good guy. And then he just said, no, fuck you. I'm John Woo. There's a dead pigeon on the ground <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i'm john woo kick that bird <laughs> <laughs> fuck I, I wrote they're not even flying in unison they're just some bitches flying around willy-nilly and that's when we i guess that God, is about you, got, the t- you gotta fucking watch like hard-boiled or the killer man they're so fucking good yeah yeah, yeah. uh let's see at that point that is when the like church raid happens oh also Good guy Nicolas Cage learns that bad guy lady that used to date bad guy Nicolas Cage has a son with him that's five years old, a.k.a. the same age of his dead sniped son, at which point good guy Nick Cage goes, I'll I'll take this. This is mine. (laughs) I'm going to just swap that right in there. It's very convenient. Uh, so then they get into a fight in the church with a bunch of dead pigeons (laughs) flopping around everywhere. (laughs) Then they have a a two-person standoff. It's Nick Cage, John Travolta, and then the wife between them. But then another person shows up and another person shows up until it becomes a five-person standoff. And it's so ridiculous that John Travolta laughs, and I don't think that was in character. (laughs) He's just like, (laughs) movies. <laughs> we can have as many guns as we want. This is great. Um, at which point, bunch of bloodbath, chaos happens, everyone escapes. Uh, and then the director of the CIA or whatever confronts John, bad guy John Travolta, who stone cold kills him in his office. And then he's just like, he had a heart attack. That's right. He's just like, oh no, what? Who could? Mm-hmm. Who could have seen? I am new. Dir- I'm. I'm the CIA now. I am now CIA. Then bad guy ne- or good guy Nicholas Cage goes to his wife and is like. Hey, just so you know. I will mush your face. (laughs) I mush your face. Just so you know, my blood type is AB and bad guys is O negative or some shit like that. And all I could think was. I forgot about that. I was just like, how did it take you? This long into this incident for you to think, oh, wait, the blood is different. I mean, he's been on a lot of drugs and he's undergone (laughs) a lot of trauma. Like he's had a he's had a rough couple days. I'd think at least at the prison, he could just warm up to a guard and be like, hey. You cool? So you know? Look at my blood. Take, take, I got take, different some, take blood. some of my blood, man. It's okay. Just be. Don't make it weird. Be a bro. Take some. Steady of my blood. beats the shit out of one of them. Steals a cigarette. Screams. Anyone got a light for about five minutes, and then almost gets electrocuted. Yeah, he goes. He goes a little fucking nuts. It's great. 
God, I love yeah, Nick Cage. That's what I liked about it. It was the fucking, I hate making this reference again, but the Jerry, the fucking Seinfeld Chicken Roasters episode. And they flipped personalities for a while there. <laughs> oh, shit. Is the, I can't remember when the, okay, so the boat scene's not next. What's next is that bad guy John Travolta realizes that everyone knows now he takes his daughter hostage, licks her face too much, and then, big reveal, takes the butterfly knife and stabs him in the leg. The butterfly knife he taught her to use earlier. How dare he? <laughs> At that point, it's like, don't be a good person, or else you will get stabbed later. <laughs> There's boats. Boats do things. There's an explosion. Nobody cares. He gets the face back. Again, even though there was another Wait. explosion. Oh no, bud! This is where it gets buck wild because boat fight worst part of the film. It Ending is, is easily it's the so worst part of the film. Boring. A boat fight happens, then normal fight happens, and he takes a harpoon gun. Let oh, me repeat yeah. that: a harpoon gun. I did forget sticks that. it to John Travolta, bad guy's belly. And John Travolta somehow has the strength to hold back a literal harpoon from being fired. <laughs> and he goes, enjoy my face because you'll be seeing it every morning. And then he just grabs a knife and starts carving up the John Travolta face. And all I could think was they in the beginning robot scene showed they could make a whole ear. I'm fairly sure they could fix the little scratches you're doing to your face. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He's, oh, that makes it even worse. <laughs> he's just being a D. Yeah, he's just like, he doesn't know that. He's just like, ah, look at him do to your face. Ah. Uh, and uh, in response, Nicolas Cage kicks him in the nuts as hard as he can and then fires a harpoon into his stomach. Then the police all come, and they all now finally realize that good guy Nicolas Cage is good guy Nick Cage, thanks to his wife. The face no, no, he mushes every single cop's face individually. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, come on, everybody line up. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, God, and there's like blood and dirt. It's just like, there you go, to Toby. Um, then he goes back home. He now has the John Travolta face, which is perfectly fine. Uh, he returns home. He brings the fi he takes the child, the five year old, and is like, "This is mine now." Yeah, Take I forgot. Him to did, his did, his, room. did his mom die? Yeah, yeah. The mom dies. Okay. It is. Yeah, like, it wasn't just like it's like you have a mom, but I don't care. You're my, you're fucking mine now. <laughs> Take care of the boy before he passes on. Uh, <laughs> And my favorite is he's like, I'd like to introduce you to somebody new as he leads him in. Anyways, take him to his new room. I feel like the family probably knows he's coming if he's got a whole ass room in there, bud. Uh, and yeah, that's that's this film. I also really love the subplot with his daughter. Like I was like, OK, good. He's understanding his daughter. It is bad guy John Travolta, but he's understanding his kid. He does kind of want to have sex with his kid too, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up. But it's it's what it's what's supposed to happen. Then at the end of the film, because she's like a goth kid through the whole thing. After John Travolta oh, yeah, saves she's the a, world, she's a fucking prep at the end. She's a prep, and I'm like, ah, I see. If you're having children problems, have a clone of yourself sexually assault them and then stab them with a fucking knife 
and then they'll be good finally. <laughs> they'll just be good kids. She was just being a goth because she was having personality problems because her brother was sniped on a merry-go-round and her dad was a, a dick, I guess. Also, weirdest person. Oh shit, do we have another connection? Oh fuck, yes, we do. What? Do you know who is in this film? That's unhelpful. <laughs> well, firstly, Margaret Margaret Cho, which blew my mind. I was like, wow, really? But yeah. no, we've got another one to add to the cinematic universe. Thomas fucking Jane, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> money I forgot. I forgot. Another money playing connection. Also, someone named CCH Pounder, which is such a good don't, name. Don't, don't, you, don't you someone named CCH Pounder. I'm not familiar with CCH Pounder. It's a very good name, though. Uh, did you watch the Justice League cartoons as a wee babe? Not really. I didn't. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. No, I know exactly who she is that's now. Mo that's motherfucking Amanda Waller. You put respect on that. You put respect on that name. Uh, she was also in the Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is very intriguing. I still need to actually watch that. Yeah, no, CCH, CCH Pounder, which, yes, is a very powerful name. Like, her, her fucking, uh, like, her filmography is just, like, diverse and fantastic. She stayed Waller. She is still Waller to this day. Oh, and she's going to be in the uh, other Avatar films, yeah, voice, apparently. voice actors be voice actor, and man. That's a that's Oh, a, she was Malat in Avatar. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I told you, she, she, like, you know her. <laughs> And then she played Sister Abigail in Orphan, which is also the name of Bray Wyatt's finishing move. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Should we get into our fan fiction? I, su I suppose we uh, we done ought to. We done ought to do this. Well, firstly, I did for the longest time try to come up with my pitch for Face Off 2 colon national treasure three colon ghost rider four <laughs> holy a, shit a film where nicholas Cage. i just want more films where nick cage could swap faces with people and i just was like what if he swapped faces with barack obama to steal the declaration of independence and then you had a fun flick where obama has to be nicholas cage and nicholas cage has to be obama i hate that I, I hate that so much. <laughs> and then eventually, like halfway through the film, it's revealed that Obama has been killed. Well, Nicolas Cage, as a, the spirit of Obama within the body of Nicolas Cage is killed. Every and, new word you say is upsetting. <laughs> and then he has to like make a deal with the devil to get his body back to be put back into. And that's when he becomes the ghost writer. I don't know the plot around that, but that's just kind of the sequence of events that got Face Off and National Treasure and Ghost Rider all into the same film. But instead... But instead... I created um something we've goofed with in the past. Something we've done some good jokes about in the past, but okay. we've never taken an earnest stab at. <sighs> <laughs> I love the look of fear on your face currently. Uh, it's inspired by a series of videos I like to watch online occasionally. Welcome to the Face-Off Clinic ASMR experience. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Um, do you just want me to get into it? Yeah, just, I don't know what else you could do at this point. Um, I, I also will say, uh, I'm going to be asking questions during this. You may answer if you would like, but just know, this is a normal ASMR and I will not respond to it, as with any other ASMR video. Valid. <clears throat> Hello there, uh, welcome to the face-off clinic. I'll be your doctor this evening. Dr. Scotty ASMR. I assume you know what you're here for? Uh, slicing off your face and putting a whole ding-dang new one on top of it? Excellent, and you've signed these forms here signifying your want to get your face totally roast-beefed and replaced with a new one? Excellent. A uh, couple of questions for you before we get this going. Uh, can I get your full name? Megan Nature. Yep, let's just sign that right there. I see, I see. Uh, Nick, do you go by any aliases? Uh, excellent. Nick Papa Giorgio. Very interesting. Uh, do you have any allergies to any medications? Any Bo foods? Botox. Uh, pizza. Uh, any allergies to having another human's face stuck to yours permanently? Deadly allergic. Ah, uh, good, good. And do you have insurance? No. No insurance this is gonna cost you a lot of money now on to my final question what brings you in today escaping an old life trying to get out of some gambling debt uh, ah i see needing to interrogate the brother of a psychotic murderer that killed your son you know that's more common than you'd think well mr papa giorgio before we get into the surgery proper do you have any idea what you were looking for today new eyes smaller nose ah a complete transplant i see that is perfectly acceptable now would you like one of our pre-made transplants or an entirely new face visage a la carte we call it Ah, you'd like to see what we have off for offer on a la carte. Excellent. Well, as they say, the eyes are the windows to the soul, and that is where we begin. As you can see here, I have a big old bowl full of actual human eyeballs. They're very hard eyeballs. They're not very squishy at all. Each have a different iris color, a shade of white around the eye, and general pupillary action. We can give you anywhere from 20-20 vision to complete blindness, depending on what will help you fall into your character more. Uh, what do you prefer today, the reddened eyes of a decades-old heroin addict? Uh, I think we can handle that. Now, onto your nose and mouth. We have numerous selections here, or you can always leave it up to us to sculpt you the I'm face so of scared. our dreams oh, using our patented face putty. As you can see, the face putty is rather tacky, and we've been able to utilize it to recreate some of the most famed faces around the world. Remember when The weekend had that fucked up half-werewolf transformation thing going on? That was all us. Ah, you'd actually prefer to go with one of the preset options. Excellent. I see you've gone for the long face of a man that looks destined to steal the Declaration of Independence. Very bold look, I may say. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. I'm just now noticing... Uh, let me get a bit closer here. If you don't mind, may I touch your face? Uh, Excellent. No, oh, you're doing it anyway. I'm, I'm just I'm just wanting to work a little on your eyebrows. I, I see they went a little overboard with them. I know they say they should be sisters, not twins, but these bad boys weren't even born on the same continent. <laughs> Although they certainly gave you a nice bridge between them there. Huh. All right, let's get rid of that. And perfect. Like two bushy caterpillars arguing over an alimony check. Uh, 
Also, while I'm here, were you wanting any facial hair? I have numerous different options here for you to try out. I've got this nice salt and pepper look. Gives you a grizzled, aged look while not dating you too much. Or, no? Give, uh, give, perhaps... give, give me the Post Malone. Uh, well, perhaps this one. I, I call it the Hogan. It used to be very much in style until... That tape dropped. Turns out his arms were the only thing on his body close to 22-inch pythons. But I do digress. Do any of these speak to you? Nah. Ah, that's all right. Clean-shaven is always a safe bet. Now, it seems we're starting to come up on a finalized product here. Obviously, we'll complete it after your anesthesia kicks in. In fact, here, let me get that started for you right now. (laughs) These gloves are not going on properly. (laughs) Okay, and put the needle in there. And while we're waiting for that to kick in, why don't we finish up with your voice? Obviously, your face may fool some, but your voice will be an absolutely dead giveaway. So we have a few different options here lined up for you. Well, why don't we give option A a listen? Howdy there, folks. Today we're going to be painting us a nice scene of some happy little trees. (laughs) Going to need some yellow ochre. Gonna need some green sap and some black dung. Some lizard crimson. How's that? A kind of nice, soothing, southern gentleman thing going on? No? Uh, you want something a bit more aggressive? How's this? Hey there, folks! This is me, old Jeffy D. Morgan. I'm gonna tell you how to catch some crawdance today in this ASMR experience. You throw out the line, it did. And then you draw in them crawdads in that nest. You real nice, daddy. Are you ready? <laughs> hmm. No to that one as well? Oh, well, let me keep going through my list. We've got affluent Chicagoan, voodoo man from Louisiana, and... Oh, oh, oh dear. I, I'm sorry. I don't know how this one got in here. It's rarely used, but maybe you'd enjoy it? Here, have a listen. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Give me my voice back, you son of a bitch! I'm gonna kill you! Yes, I know. It's way too over the top. It's absolutely insane. And 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 you want it. That's That that was the voice you want. Uh, well, okay, I guess that anesthesia's kicking in harder than I thought. But fine, one caged animal coming up. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to count back from ten. And hopefully by the time I reach one, you'll be in La La Land. Ten. Nine. Eight. Good night now. Seven, six, five, four. Close your eyes. Don't cheat. Three, two, one. So that's what I did. <laughs> Why was my anesthesiologist Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> No, I'm just chilling. <laughs> it's the same person the whole time. No, that was uh, I, I, that was definitely Dr. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dr. Ryan Reynolds. He's my favorite doctor. That was uh, that was very good. Oh my god, you said I, I was that I was going to want to murder you, but I I was delighted. I loved every moment of that. I really hope the uh, the sound effects made its way through because <laughs> I, I hope so too. Because that was the the the, the hard um, brittle eye, <laughs> chalky eyes. <laughs> no, that was fantastic, um, and I adored it. <laughs> oh, thank you.
So what did you do to this film? Wow, I just the, the immediate disdain that entered you. What did you do to this? No, it was an instant, like, <laughs> it's hard to fuck up this film because it's already so fucked up. So I was like, what did you do? I had to make ASMR to get the goofs going. Yeah, so I, I as I uh, alluded to you uh, earlier... Off, off mic, over text. I, I did not create a, a fan fiction so much as a, 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 a place, a place for us to play in the space. I don't know <laughs> what my voice did just then. Play in the playhouse with you me. Come play in my playhouse. Uh, so. Uh, not too long ago, there were rumblings that there was going to be a remake of Face Off. Oh yeah, I, I saw that on Wiki while I was uh, researching. And people were just like. <laughs> Which, you know, that's a reasonable reaction. Um, because how, how could you capture, recapture lightning in a bottle? Uh, and Is there even like a modern day crazy equivalent to well, Nick Cage? <laughs> well, you're going to find out. Oh, here we go then. So what I did, so at the time, because I remember when people were posting about it, people were just choosing actors who looked physically similar to each other, which like... How can you so spectacularly miss the point of face-off? Yeah, you can change a body all you want. Do whatever you need to there. Like, this was an odd, like, this wasn't even just like, this was an ongoing thing on Twitter. People were just like, cast so-and-so and so-and-so. Look how much alike they look. They were like, put Matt. Cast Michael Sarah and uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. People were like, cast Matt Bomer and Henry Cavill. You can't tell the difference, huh? And I'm like, this is not, do you not get how, that's not <laughs> what the, why would any, like, so people are dumb. Um, anyway. I have my short list here of actors who I think would be really entertaining to if they made another face off. And I and I uh, the idea here being for us to think of a, a kind of a plot and then also who would be the that I, actors that I think would be fun to watch play each other and pretending not to be each other. And uh, also, you know, play each other pretending to be someone else who's not each other. You know, that whole fun rabbit hole. Do we want a, do we want to keep the same plot and like same characters? Like, so it's a crazy, affluent, fancy villain. Like, literally, if you ask someone to be a villain, this is exactly what they would play as the character and face off and then boring cop? Or do yeah, we oh, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want to keep this idea of cop and crazy villain. And I, you know, I want to, to pick actors. The idea is picking actors that you know can be bug fuck crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like I said, I have my short list here. And, uh, yeah, we're going to play in the space. Can I start with mine? Shit, no, because they'd both be good bad guys, but, like, I don't know who would be cop for the majority of the film and who would be crazy person. See, that's the thing you had to account for. Is you, one has to here. be cop. One has to be cop. Now, who did out of curiosity, who did you have? Well, I feel like this boy is due his crazy moment. It's Robert Pattinson. Okay, see, hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold that thought. Keep it in your pocket. Take that thought. I'm gonna need you to take that thought. And put it in your pocket. Put, put, it, put Batman in your, in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Because we got a we got a list here, baby. We got a stew here, baby. Uh, <laughs> so my first thought would be, all right, gender-swapped face-off. It's, oh, a, it's yes. a cynical take, but it is the thing du jour. 
Um, the thing that's important, though, is I don't want it to be sexy. It's not okay. supposed to be sexy. It's supposed to be unhinged. That's what's important here. I'm so trying we, to think of my... I've got one. Oh, so, so we, I mean, I have, I've got a list here. Uh, so we need actresses that we know can do it. So, I mean, the first choice is admittedly obvious, but we know that she understands the assignment, and that is Margot Robbie. Oh, I didn't think... Of, that wasn't my first go-to. My first go-to was Kate McKinnon. See... Mm, but Kate could play too, but evil she's crazy. Funny. She's too jokey. Well, hold on. Nick, Nicky boy was pretty funny in this film. He's, but he's funny in like a in in a deranged way. I think Kate could play deranged. It just it depends on who was playing who would be playing across from Who's her. Who's the opposite? Yes. Yeah. So if you could think of who would be playing across from her, I will hear it because I do have I do have quite a duo here further down. Okay. So if you could think of someone who would be across from her, I will hear it. But yeah, it depends on on who's going with her. So so yeah, Margot Robbie, and then across from her, I have Anya Taylor Joy, which I think would be a fucking ball. Cause she's, she got them eyes, baby. Oh, okay. That's oh yeah. No, she was on SNL recently, and I was I knew nothing about her, and I was just instantly like, oh, who is this goddess? Oh, she's amazing. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. No, she was on the Queen's Gambit, and then before she was in this movie called Thoroughbreds, where yeah, she can just do this thing where she just makes a face where she just looks like. Well, she looks like a sociopath. She looks like there's nothing going on behind those eyes she's in terms one of, of like, those, empathy. <laughs> she's one of those that's like so weird looking it goes around to being hot again. Yes. Uh, but no, she's super talented. Um, and I I want to see this because so Margot Robbie, uh, like like and Anya Taylor-Joy would be the crazy person who would then have to act normal. <laughs> Okay. Which would be amazing that Margot Robbie would be the one who would start out as the cop. As like the kind of a tough as nails sort of cop, more than like Midwestern dickhead cop. And then have to pretend to like be like like end up stuck as like in the criminal and then, you know. <laughs> uh I'm also currently on mycast.io where you, you can just make fan castings. John Hamm and Jake Gyllenhaal. That's nothing. Jake, oh no, Jake Gyllenhaal can be Jake crazy. Jake would be good. Nightcrawler. Yeah. I've seen Nightcrawler. Jake could be good. John Hamm, I love him. He's really good at being like funny and like sarcastic and understated. He's not unhinged. Yeah, I mean, like he could, he could try, but I don't think so. Dane DeHaan as Pollux. Interesting. I don't mind it. I could see him as Pollux. Yes. Yeah. Now this one is a little more like I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sold on it because again I see this going south towards just sexy face off territory. Yeah. Kristen Stewart and Anna Kendrick. No, that's instantly sexy face off. You've instantly made sex, even if they don't want it to be. Look, I'm very attracted to the both of them. I mean, this is just, which yeah. one's hard boiled cop for the majority of which one's crazy for the majority. Well, I mean. Kristen Stewart is is crazy for the majority. <laughs> well, no, because I think she would look the craziest. Well, yeah, she would look the crazy, and then she would be the cop. And it would be really fun to see Anna Kendrick kind of cut loose and be yeah. crazy. I think she's got now, it in her. 
Now, on Screen Rant, they've got quite a few, and a lot of them did fall into the, like, they look similar, like Tom Hardy and Logan Marshall Green. That's nothing. That's nothing. But I do want to bring this one. Keanu Reeves in The Rock. (laughs) See, that's the thing. I don't think they've put any thought into the matchups, because I've got several people, I've got several halves that they're working with here. I feel like they've put zero thought into these pairings. I, I the problem is I could see Keanu being a good. I would I would want Keanu to be initial crazy into uh, into cop. But does and Keanu then, does Keanu do crazy ever? Absolutely. Play, play to his strengths. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he could play crazy a little bit, have fun, and then you play to his strengths of being a quiet, hard-boiled cop. No. No. <laughs> no! No, that's what I'm saying. We're going, we're going down my list, goddammit. You're going to play in the space. I'm jumping in the space when I can. <laughs> Old people face off. All right. Now, alternatively, I mean, we just have face off, too. We have to take your face off. Again, Again. <laughs> which would just you know be fun because they're both really old and fucking hammy. But I had this thought because I was rewatching the the Watchmen limited series that came out on HBO Max, and I was reminded of what a wonderful fucking ham Jeremy Irons is. What a, yes. what a beautiful Christmas ham that man is, and how much I would love to watch him pretend to be an, another person because he would be crazy he would be crazy he'd be the one who would be fucking balls mm-hmm. out crazy uh christoph waltz what happened what happened to that man where'd he go i'm not gonna lie earlier when i was doing my i was rehearsing my asmr i did slip into a christoph waltz for a for a moment there because he's got such a good voice he does and wouldn't be wouldn't it be fun to watch christoph waltz and jeremy i like the, now the problem is they both they both got crazy man energy. I don't know which one of them would beat the cop because they're both a little fucking wild. Yeah. God, this website sucks. It's like, who would you p- cast for Caster Troy? Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Gosling, Aaron Paul, Sam Rockwell is Sam, a good one. Sam well, Sam Rockwell can do anything. I would I would I would give Sam Rockwell the chance to do pretty much whatever he wants. Sam Rockwell could play a beehive and win an Oscar for it. Yup. So here's here's where things are going to get a little goofy. Okay. Goofy and Mickey Mouse. Yes. Kevin Hart and Anthony Mackie. That's a fun one. Now, I don't know if Kevin could play. Well, here's, here's the thing. So Kevin Hart would start off as the bad guy. And then they would swap and so the idea is that Kevin Hart has to play a cop who's very upset. Now this is now this is face off. This is comedy face off because Kevin Hart is now playing a, a cop who's very upset to have found like a buff Anthony Mackie cop who's very upset to have found himself in Kevin Hart's body. Oh, <laughs> so that's a full um, not rampage. That's a full Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Yes. I'm in the little dude. And now and now Anthony Mackie is playing uh, a criminal who is going mad with power because, oh, fuck, my, the face is off. I've got Anthony Mackie's face. I can I can done do what I want. Do you know the first actors who the writers envisioned to play Sean and Caster? Oh, the do tell. 
Oh, it's Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. God, that'd be I like, want what? to that'd be take like, his what? face off. I've got I've got his face. I don't. What am I supposed to do? He's got my face. He's got. You know. Let me. I'm gonna put my hand over your face so you know it's me. <laughs> Oh god, he's got those fucking giant gorilla hands. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel. Which would be more of a straightforward action adaptation, but they hate each other so fucking much in real life. Do you think they would start making fun of each other? Exactly. Watching yes. them pretend to have to be each other would be goddamn amazing. And now here's the question that I pose to you, Scotty Moore. Who would play the bad guy? Vin Diesel. Absolutely. I will never cast The Rock as a bad guy. But Vin Diesel would be so upset at having to play the bad guy. He would, <laughs> he would, he would have such a fucking hissy fit. Uh, that's all I want. That is all I want. <laughs> what if we trick him? What if we're like, no, your character's the good guy. Until he gets his face replaced, and now you have to be the bad guy. Hey, this is bullshit, man. You told me I was coming in as the good. We were supposed to be like family. We were family. And yeah, but you're, you you're pretending to be you're pretending to be Dwayne the whole time. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna double take the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, I gotta uh, gotta stop this bomb. Too too bad. I, I, too bad I'm such a bitch. <laughs> too bad I suck and I have a stupid eyebrows and an unfortunately too handsome face. I don't think you don't like Dwayne. No, I really don't like him and his big beepus that I can see through his sweatpants after he works out and it's, God, it just gets me off. Are you okay? Yeah, I just hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, um... Uh, I'm, I've gotta take his face off, but, uh, I'm gonna do the eyebrow thing, because that's, that's something d dumb, uh, we're, we're, fa we're family, uh, what a, uh, I'm such a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> with my, with my big brown eyes. And my just they're sexual so, so aura that I carry with me wherever I go. <laughs> Are you, are you two, do we need to leave you two alone? No, don't leave me alone with him. You don't, you won't like what happens. <laughs> don't leave me with this jabroni. That's yes. what The Rock says, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a pairing. I need to remember this other human being's name. Fuck, okay. damn it. it. It's the same human being. I can't <laughs> remember who, but I want. There's another, like, old actor who's crazy, but I can't remember who it is. Okay. Because I've got currently Gary Busey. Oh, Jesus. And I want a normal person uh, next to Gary Busey, so that means Gary Busey has to act normal through a whole film. I don't think he Me can do that. They had to take my face off. It's insanity. Uh, John Belushi. John... <laughs> John Belushi and Gary Busey. There you go. It almost rhymes. So here's here's a here's one that I think would be a lot of fun, just for everybody. I think everyone would just have a really good time just watching the two of them imitate each other. Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> 
Hello, mate. It's me. <laughs> Just fucking. It's, we take out the uh, the whole bit from Face Off where, oh, we didn't even bring this up. The fact, well, we did kind of, where he had to repeat the Peaches phrase until he could make his voice sound correct. Take all of that out. They have to do a perfect imitation of one another. Yes. Ta- Taika is, of course, the bad guy, and and Chris Hemsworth is the is the cop. Oh yes, absolutely. Yes, surely Taika Waititi has done a Chris Hemsworth Im- imitation at this point. Oh, surely. And he probably nailed it. Can we just have it be Taika Waititi and another Taika Waititi? No, it has to be the two of them because they they love each other anyway. See this. This, really is, this, is, this is basically the same thing I just suggested with the Rock and Vin Diesel, but with with the exact polar opposite energy. I love, by the way, the behind the scenes of Thor Ragnarok, where Taika's just showing off his fucking amazing fashion. Oh, it's, that that like fucking onesie thing, the jump, the jumper. Yeah. Oh no, he's got. It's always a giant hat, and then just fashion underneath it. Yeah, but like that, like tropical jumper outfit is is just very good. So wait a minute, is Taika playing normal cop? Taika is playing intense Chris Hemsworth cop. Oh my absolute! Christ. And Chris Hemsworth is playing quirky Taika villain. That is so good. It, it, yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be a fucking joy to watch? All that can make that makes me think of um, that makes me think of fucking Ghostbusters when Hemsworth gets possessed and has to do like a kind of he he's already done this. Yeah, yeah, like and this, it worked this, it really a, well. Would, except he would be doing like a heavy New Zealand accent. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Taika would be doing like goofy. Also, it would be a fucking delight. It would be very good. Everyone would have a great time. If we want to stick with that, and it may be because I did watch Loki last night, but Loki and Thor would be fun because... Well, that won't be great because Tom Hiddleston has that weird... Like, like he uh, is at uncanny impression gift that he busts out every now and again on late night shows where he's just like oh by the way i can do like perfect on spot on impressions of just like random people oh his evans impression is insanity to a (laughs) point where it popped an entire crowd because they thought evans was there um all right i got one i got my last one your main event let's go Best for last, no contest, most fun, I think, to watch them pretend to be each other as long as we let them go full-on, unhinged, caged Travolta. And that is... And in fact, we just let them do whatever fucking accents they want to. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't let them... If they're just like, I've been working on something, and we just say, good, do it. Blank check, baby. <laughs> Tom Hardy and Robert Pattinson. Ah, oh, I get to pull it back out of my pocket. Exactly. You bring bring that back out your pocket. Let it breathe. Give it some air. I want them not only to like change accent. I want them to change how they hold their body. Yes. So obviously, since he's jacked. and they would do and they would do it. You wouldn't even have to tell them. They would just do it on their own. Pattinson's walking around like he's holding three invisible briefcases (laughs) under his arms everywhere. (laughs) 
Oh, that's so good. Because I really do think, like, even in Face Off, they did not lean in heavily to being the other person. Yeah. Travolta did a little bit. Like, a there were some bit. moments where I thought, like, that's a genuine uh, Cage impression. Nick Cage was like, what's what? Nick Cage may actually ha- hate John Travolta and be like, he just cries all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to be Nick Cage, but sad. Like, I think <laughs> I do think Travolta put more effort into, like, I'm going to try to carry myself more like Nick Cage and be, like, more manic. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nick Cage was like, I'm just going to be me again, but sad. <laughs> I swear to God, we are going to keep doing Nick Cage movies until you learn how to do Nick Cage and not Andy Samberg doing Nick Cage. That's all I have! <laughs> Don't take it away! Actually, uh, I used to have Nick Cage in Vampire's Kiss, because he's got that weird oh, yeah. British voice. He sounds a little like Stewie. Yeah, because it, it's like a yuppie thing. It's got a yuppie accent. I'm a vampire! I'm a I'm vampire! A vampire! A vampire. <laughs> uh, one of my friends, that's the only version of Nick Cage he can impersonate, and it's so good. That's very good. I mean, I, I got all of my Nick Cage, any 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 Nick Cage cachet I have is just from watching The Rock 8,000 times as a child. <laughs> That's me, but with Ghost Rider, the first Ghost Rider. I rewatched that as an adult and went, this is not as cool as I remember. It, no, I, I saw it in the theaters and it's <laughs> I don't shit. know what else to say. Just no. <laughs> no. So yeah, right. um, I want to, I want a re, if, if we're going to do a remake of Face Off, it, it needs to star Tom Hardy and Robert Pattinson. I don't care who's the cop and who's the criminal. I legitimately, I think it will be great either way. <laughs> I think Tom has to start as cop. Pattinson has to start as villain. And then they flip. I feel like that's, I, I, you know what? Either. Honestly, either. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Don't fucking matter, baby. Just, just, just don't don't fence them in. Let the boys have fun. Let, let Robert Pattinson carry his four invisible book bags <laughs> underneath his arms. Let the boys be free. Don't fence them in. <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, we fixed face off. What are we fixing? Oh, I guess before that programming note, sorry we missed last week because me and Megan both decided to go travel and do fun things in the same month. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry we're trying to experience joy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to go to Disney World. Fuck you nerds. I'm going to go touch uh, some fucking trees. I, I need it. <laughs> All right, but. I haven't left this apartment in like a year and a half. <laughs> Christ. Well, after next week, what are we going to do? So this was like technically, I think, a uh, fan suggestion, but also I want it. Okay. Yeah, this was a uh, Ransom who suggested this. Hey, Ransom. But like. As soon as I saw it on the spreadsheet, I'm like, no, this is mine now. <laughs> We're taking it away from you, Ransom. This is no longer your suggestion. Well, because um, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm going to have to double check here, actually. Yep. Yep. The abs are current. I mean, the abs are <laughs> getting their asses fucking kicked in playoffs hockey. And I'm going to need something to help get me through that. And that something is gritty. Yes. <laughs> 
the beast, the monster gritty. So you know what? It's gritty time, baby. Oh, I can't wait for Fast and the Furious presents Hobson Shaw and also gritty. <laughs> also gritty, your friend and mine. <laughs> Me, myself, and gritty. Oh, there's just it's it's a rich and meaty vein, and I cannot wait to do whatever it is you do to those kinds of veins. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, where could people find you on the Pember Bet? But um, I'm at the Pember. I was not prepared. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Meg underscore Danger. I don't know what I tweet about these days, but I sure do tweet it. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts, The Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic, which is currently on hiatus, but there's still a lot of it for you to check out, including an episode where Megan won an entire round of wizard history. It's like puppet history, but for fucking wizards. And most importantly, check out The Weird, our actual play TTRPG podcast that is like X-Files, but worse, Gravity Falls, but the same, and... Twin Peaks but better. I, I say, fucked I've, it I've up. Started, I've, I've started swapping it out on on our on the show's Tumblr anyway uh, for the for the online crowd. That I've said Magnus Archives but funny X Files oh, yeah. but worse Gravity Falls but the same because a lot of people don't Twin Peaks doesn't quite resonate as much with the Tumblr crowd but they hear Magnus Archives but funny and they're like hmm <laughs> let us look at this and that's that's the weird but the SEO is very bad so. It's a lot of times it's easier to just go to jointheweird.com and work from there. Yep, or find it on Twitter <laughs> at jointheweird. Thank you to Best Day. He made the music for the show that you know is podcast time, baby. Uh, it, and also Oh No Lit Class, which I was going to say is also on hiatus, much like Sammy Magic. It's, <laughs> it's ending, it's on hiatus. There's a lot of fucking episodes. Do, do there, that thing. You did enough. You did enough with that, I think. That's yeah. I you know what? I should just stop saying words. It's still a good show that you can listen to. It's not like it's gone. It still exists. Oh no, lit class. And make sure to support us. Patreon.com slash load of BS. <laughs> or more importantly, it's Pride Month, folks. And make sure to show your pride with the Hawk Babadook merch. We got it. Merch.loadofpurebs.com. We really should have stuff for other gender identities and sexualities for we Pride Month. We should. Oh, God. I know this. the episode's already running long. Charles did wear the Hawk Babadook shirt to a gay bar, and we did have to explain it. <laughs> it was fucking great. And the person did walk away being like, and what's the fun fiction? I guess I'll give it a listen. <laughs> You're like, you need to start with WandaVision to un understand this. Then the Mandalorian to actually understand this. And even then, you won't understand this. They did give me a real good uh, non-binary name to add to the collection. What? <laughs> Shipiphany. Shapiphany <laughs> <laughs> Stewart and Hawk Babadook, the stars of the reboot of Face Off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>